The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, Chadville, you made it. It's Friday. It's the Friday of the long weekend. It's Jalen and Andrew getting you through those last four hours on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon four News. Four more hours. Four, four more. And hey, listen, uh, in yesterday's weather forecast and then again this morning, I took a look and we were expecting late day showers. But you know what? It started already. It's it's sprinkling out there. Mm. Not It uh, doesn't constitute showers per se, uh, but it is a refreshingly cool day outside. It's a pretty much a classic fall day. Is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So fall fell on Friday this year. <laughs> well, actually, fall fell about two weeks ago. Yeah, I suppose and so. It's just so short. Uh, it's yeah. So short. So, hey, listen, it's Friday. So we got some usual stuff. Probably got a pair of tickets. Uh, yeah, to Arcade Fire. So we're sure. going to do that. 420-ish, the word of the day for the winter getaway. For that uh, trip down to Mexico in January. And who couldn't use that right now? Uh-huh. Uh, but generally speaking, we kind of uh, lightened it up a little bit on Friday. And really, who couldn't use a little... Lightening up this week. A little week. light banter. My goodness. Do you all feel like you've just been put through the ringer? I do. Yeah. And obviously our problems so much less significant than Absolutely. so many others' problems out there. But yeah, it's been a long week for everybody. And whether you're you know in this job or, or listening to us do this job, uh, it hasn't been a whole lot of good news yeah. this week. Do you have some good news? If you have some good news, share it with us at 6.30, 6.30, or give us a shout at 4960063. You know, why not? We could do that throughout the afternoon. What What's your good news, or what are you thankful for? It's Thanksgiving weekend. What are, what are you thankful for? Bill's on the phone. Hey, Bill. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's going on? Well, I was talking to you guys last week about my grandson. I entered his name in the Global and the year, uh, and uh, for the Globetrotters. Yes. Well, anyways, we went there last Friday. He had won that prize and that, so I took him there, and he was able to bring a friend. So we went there, and they had one of the players come out before the game and like a meet and greet, and he mm-hmm. signed autographs and talked to the boys and everything, and gave them. They ended up getting basketballs and t-shirts, and then he got the the two of them got to sit on the bench, <laughs> oh, the wow. Globetrotters bench for the whole game. Eh? Awesome! And those those guys were just terrific with him. Eh? They were talking to him and high fiving him all the time every time they came off the court. Uh-huh. So those, those two kids are both eight years old, eh? And That's they were fabulous. like in their in their glory. Yeah, it was, it was unreal. They just went out of their way to take care of these two guys. So you know, there's a, there's a reason why the the Harlem Globetrotters have been around as long as they have been by doing exactly what you say, Bill. Just engaging yeah. with their fans and and producing younger and younger generations of fans. Well, I told them I used to I used to live in Windsor, Ontario, so we used to always go over to Detroit when I was a kid. In the in the fifties and the early sixties, and watched them every time they came into town. Eh, so so awesome. it was, actually it was pretty good for me to go see them again. I'm sitting there thinking, man, why can't I sit on the bench with them? <laughs> <laughs> sitting here all by myself. Hey, just out of curiosity, I've uh, had I've seen a couple of situations in the past. Uh, in fact, I've been in them where I had a bantam football team when I was a coach, and they let us sit near the Calgary Stampeder bench, actually, because I was coaching in Calgary back then. And some of the language got a little colorful on the bench. Uh, was there any of that? No, no. These guys, are they were all totally professional for that kind of stuff. And, and they knew the two boys were there, so they sat through the whole game. And like I say, each time one would come off, another one would come and sit next to them and talk to them. And <laughs> they kept fabulous. signing all the balls and their, their basketballs and T-shirts and stuff. It was just, yeah, Big it was pl- good. And, and those guys were just hilarious anyways, right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah for sure. No yeah. swearing or anything like that. So Big plans. It's not a serious game. 
Big plans for the Thanksgiving weekend, Bill? Well, oh, uh, just going to be be doing turkey dinner on Sunday with the family, so that'll nice. be good. Nice. We can hear more about that. The Globetrotters. Okay. You guys have a good weekend. Thanks, All right, you Bill, as well. You too. Thanks for giving Thanks us again. a show. To appreciate it. Always like it when a winner phones in to because uh, we always say, "Let us know how it was." And, and I'm they actually, actually do it. yeah, I'm quite interested to know how it was. Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, good on them. You know, sometimes you make little new yep. memories with your grandkids, and hey, oh, Grandpa's the coolest kid on the planet right we now. We totally forgot to ask him who won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chedville, what's going on in your world this weekend? Uh, we talk, yeah, Are you doing the turkey dinner? Are you having the something else? Andrew and I got into a debate earlier today. Did we ever? About uh, Thanksgiving and about Thanksgiving dinners and that sort of thing. And you're very much a turkey person. And I'm not a turkey person. Well, I was shocked to learn, and uh, we'll delve into this deeper during the announcers over the weekend. Uh, and by the way, so good to get together with Ryan Jesperson, the three of us, and and just uh, do a bunch of laughing, because the last time we were together, yeah, there wasn't, wasn't too much of that. Um, so <laughs> apparently you have this complete disdain for the smell of turkey. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of turkey. I don't like... Uh, weird... I'm not a big fan of the flavor of it. I'm not... I really can't stand the, the way it smells when you're cooking it Do you like the house. taste of it? Uh, it's just okay. Really? Yeah, it's not... Uh, it does not rank up there with me at all no huh and so in my husband and the boys love turkey so there's sure. usually well, always a, well me just you yeah. um i just so usually there's a, a turkey of some sort but i like cam so um my my husband makes a really good ham <laughs> and i me, like that don't, don't get, get going, you going on, on that one <laughs> but i i um I, I if i never eat turkey again i'd be good with that do you like chicken yeah. So it's okay. All right. Goose? I, I've had goose uh, once. It's okay. Duck. I've mm. had it. I actually just had it recently. wasn't bad. Um, pheasant, partridge. Yeah, all good. Just turkey to me. It's just tur- turkey. Let me say this. Okay. Turkey is completely overrated. Oh, completely my goodness. Completely overrated. Wish I had interrupted you before you said that, right? No. Before the Thanksgiving long weekend. I'll tell you what's uh, not perhaps... Well, maybe it is overrated. I'll tell you what's... Uh, or, or should say underrated, is the skill with which some people can carve a turkey. Because, you know, it's not as easy as it sounds, and to get every stick of meat off those mm-hmm. bones is quite something. And most people, I think, learn uh, from a parent how to how to do it. And my dad sat me, he taught me very little, uh, but he did, except through example. But in, in terms of actually sitting me down and saying, okay, this is how you do something, the turkey carving was one of them. I, I look forward to showing off my culinary skills when it comes to that. Well, I think that's just carving skills. That's not culinary skills. Well, then. I know. Culinary would be when you're cooking sure. the turkey. But well, you, I can do, do, that the, as you well. do the turkey, though, Well, when you're allowed to. When I'm allowed to. It's it's always a family debate. I mentioned this the other day as well, that as to whose house and who's cooking the turkey. And I've offered every possible combination you can imagine from, we'll do it at our house, to I'll cook the turkey at mm-hmm. my house and bring it to your house. I don't know that we've settled anything. And it seems to me... It, it's it's kind of one of those things where, you know, where a charity says, oh, boy, we're only at our 50% goal. Mm-hmm. We need a miracle. But in fact, they're very close to their goal and they're just sort of setting up the suspense. I think that's the same thing with our family turkey dinner. I suspect somebody in the family has a turkey. I suspect that they plan fully to cook it on Sunday, but it's still not been agreed yeah. to. So miraculously, somebody will step up and say they're doing it, but it's not going to be us. We don't have one. 
And you I don't, don't have a turkey. We did not buy a turkey. Oh, maybe you should stop on the way home and see if there's any Can around. Can you even still? I don't know when. Well, yeah, I was going to say you'd have to. Well, then there's was... the dressing recipe ingredients, too. I mean, there's sometimes. Yeah, let's spread and dressing recipe. Yeah. I guess if you don't know what you're doing, that's what oh, it is. I'm yeah, I've got, I've got a very specific list of ingredients mm-hmm. that are hard to find. Well, then you should it's write a it scavenger down and get going. hunt. Well, no, but I'm not. I don't think I'm doing the turkey. Mm. Although I'd be happy to. <laughs> and I, by the way, doing turkey for me is not getting a turkey breast either. And and you know, oh no, it's it's a turkey. The actual turkey. Yeah, who just buys a turkey breast? Well, Come on. We've, we've done that. There was one year in which everybody called everybody else's bluff in our family, and nobody bought a turkey. So we ended up rushing to the store to get a turkey breast. Um, Brandon, we'll get your phone call in a moment. So when you carve the turkey, do you use just a big knife, or do you use one of those electric? Remember when we were kids? Well, yeah. I, I used to use just a big knife, and then I did get an electric knife uh, for doing roasts because I like doing that. And tried it on the turkey. That I find it's a better cut with just a knife. Yes, it, there's no tears to it. Yeah. And um, but you know, but I've sort of moved over away from the. You know, people should keep sharp objects away from me. <laughs> Brad in uh, Grand Prairie says a beautiful smoked ham is a great thing. Agreed with you, Brad. Mm. I'm with you, Jay. Turkey is overrated. Give me a good ham any day. Says this one. And uh, if someone says, if I never eat cooked ham again, I'd be okay with it. Completely overrated. Just like the first ever lobster tail I ate last week. And I have to agree with you as well. Lobster, to me, is completely overrated. In fact, I'm going to a lobster dinner tonight. You are? Going to a lobster dinner tonight. I'll sit in for you. And I've actually told them, don't give me the lobster. Give me something else. I don't want the lobster. I got so sick the first time I ate lobster, it went through me. Well, like, you didn't do it right. Well, it was at a restaurant. It was at my friend's dad's restaurant. There's no way you could about... get the lobster and put it in a bag and drop it off at my house on the way home. Mm, no. Didn't think of that, did not you? A big, not a big lobster fan either. All right. Hi, Brandon. Thanks for being patient. How are you guys? Good. Good. What's going on? Happy long weekend. Yes, thank goodness. <laughs> So I just wanted to share with you, I'm a bit of a closet chef, and I got so sick and tired of dealing with dry turkey in my lifetime that I've decided the last few years that I've taken over turkey duties for our family. And a couple quick tips, uh, the important things, you always want to rest your turkey for almost as long as it's been in the oven, an hour, two hours, let that thing sit there. Don't worry about it getting cold. It'll stay nice and juicy. When you're carving it, carve the whole breast off of the turkey first and then carve it against the grain. It'll keep the juices in. Correct. That's right. And one other thing that I like to do is, in fact, typically I'll put uh, butter or butter in between the skin and the breast before it goes in the oven. You separate the skin from the breast. Mm -hmm. This year I'm actually stuffing the stuffing inside between the breast and the skin. Mm. Um, Never stuff the bird. Never stuff never, the bird. Why not, never, Brandon? The cavity of the bird. Don't stuff it full of stuffing because it extends the cooking time. It's kind of gross. It can lead to issues. I'm sure we've heard that before. Well, you put it in tin foil. You don't just put it in there. Yeah, and a lot of people will just cram that stuff no. inside the cavity of the bird, and it's just gross, and it doesn't work. You want that convection to go through the bird. I mean, throw some aromatics in there, a couple of onions, maybe a lemon or an orange. Um, but let the air get through there. But the ultimate thing is let that sucker rest when you're done. If you make a good gravy that's nice and hot, that'll make the bird hot for you. It'll stay nice and Well, I tell you what, I was uh, I was totally in agreement till you got to that whole uh, don't stuff the bird thing, and then you just went off the rails as far as I'm concerned. I know, I know it's traditional, but just try it. 
T-bone, just give it a try. <laughs> I will give you a tip if you haven't heard me say it before. I know a lot of people buy, uh, you know, butterball or something, uh, some kind of turkey that bases itself to, to yeah. avoid the dryness. But what my mom always did, and I still do to this day, is I take an entire package of uh, bacon and lay it across the uh, top yeah. of the bird. I'm and, doing the same thing. Yeah, and it bases yeah. it beautifully. And then you just remove that. Uh, when it starts getting crispy, you remove it before it starts sticking to the skin <laughs> of the bird. And uh, that's a snack in the afternoon while the turkey rests. Or even one better, Andrew, is you take that turkey, and when you're doing your gravy and you're mixing all the ingredients and getting the brown bits on the pan, throw that bacon in the pan. That'll add favorite flavor oh, to your gravy, Oh, that's a too. good idea, too. That's a great yeah. idea. Brandon, appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a good weekend. Have, you too. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, let's take a quick break here. Uh, stick around, Jim and Shane. We're going to get to your phone calls in a moment, but listen to this one. Hey, it's Dave Parker, the cameraman. My mom and dad are threatening to cook a roast beef instead of a turkey on Sunday. What? Blasphemy! Bullcrap! My mom even has a turkey ready. I'm planning the mutiny, and I'm going to take the bullet for the family and tell them it's just wrong and not to do it, even though it's at their house. Am I wrong? No, you're not. In <laughs> fact, you can give them my phone number. I'll back up your argument. <laughs> well, quick quick break here. More of your texts, more of your calls right after this. Come on now, tell us the rest. I really don't know how to describe it. It was like the turkeys mounted a counterattack. <laughs> WKRP at 223 on the 630 Chet Afternoon News talking about uh, really Thanksgiving and turkeys, really turkeys versus ham. It is funny to look back. Uh, you know how much uh, how, how much smarter we are. We don't play with lawn darts anymore yeah, and that yeah. kind of thing. But when I think back to when my mom prepared a turkey, the things she did, I'm sure uh, you know, health uh, experts oh. would say, well, you're going to kill somebody. But she would take the bathtub that she bathed the babies in. So, you know, that countertop yeah, little, yeah. and they were metal back then. And she she would soak the turkey because she'd buy it frozen, soak it for 24 oh, hours, yeah. and then do the dressing, stuff it all in there. Now, everything in the dressing, it was cooked, I think, for the most part. Yeah, it was cooked. And uh, and then stuff it in there. And nowadays, you're not supposed to leave it in water. You're not supposed to stuff the turkey. Whatever. Hi, Jim. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Not bad. How about you? Okay, wait a minute. Andrew's good, and you're not bad. <laughs> it's been a long week, Jim. I'm looking forward to the weekend, let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, so am I. You know, we're talking about, about the stuffing, and I just want to mention that stuffing makes the dinner, right? When the stuffing is well done on that plate, it's, it's so good and it makes the dinner. But my mother-in-law, God bless her, um, we all know that, that you have to use a little bit of sage, right? In your mm -hmm. Yeah. A teaspoonful, maybe two, that's it, right? Someone has tried to teach my mother-in-law the difference between a teaspoon and a cup. <laughs> uh, our thanksgivings uh, if, if they were great sitting around our table but we we i just wondered how much of that that stuff made it to the carburetor because <laughs> no one ate that he got to the end of well, and, on and sage has such a strong flavor yeah, oh, yeah. too right so oh, it blow it blow you away and yeah. we kept trying to, to tell her you know as well as we could mom you're using too much okay <laughs> but every year, every year, curl your nose. It was just... <laughs> Well, it's like telling your mother she's got too much perfume on. I mean, yeah, you good know. luck with that. Yeah, and you know, while we're on or this topic, on. though, let's throw that out there too. Uh, raisins don't belong in dressing, and whoever's putting them in should be, you know, taken out back and left to, uh, you know, to expose themselves in the weather, right? And the other thing is, my mom would put breadcrumbs in the dressing to, to, you know, fill it out, right? But not bread cubes. 
you shouldn't well, obviously be, be stuffing the stuffing. Uh, the last time we were talking about raisins, I thought they were a dessert food. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. It's just I, raisins it, look like dead flies. I don't know why people eat them either. Oh, I like raisins. Well, they, they look like something else, but we, we won't get into that. <laughs> well, rabbit poops. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thanks. Well, you guys have a great Thanksgiving and enjoy your turkey. But remember, if you eat too much, you'll fall asleep. Exactly. I thanks, plan on it. Jim. Thanks. Take it easy. Yeah. Have a great long weekend. And Shane, Shane, thanks for holding. Yeah, no worries, guys. Okay, what's on your mind? Uh, uh yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just I'm I'm on the same page as you, Jalen. I'm not a not, I'm not turkey, turkey fan. fan. <laughs> Um, yeah, I can tolerate it like maybe one one time of the year, yep. and then uh, the, the the rest uh, I I fill it in with a ham or or a roast beef with uh, like Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, like a good roast beef with um, some Yorkshire puddings, um, like a, a big bone in ham. Oh, so good! Sure, it's good, but you can do that any Sunday night. Well, you can do uh, turkeys any Sunday night too. Well, I know you can, so, but nobody does, well, right? Some people do. Okay, well, still. I love. Yeah. You know what? My I love the smell my, of it, the taste of it. The f- I love everything about my turkey. My hairdresser loves turkey so much. She'll make a couple times a month. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is about turkey. I just, I only like. I think it's because I only like the white meat, and and so like, if I'm gonna get one, like, have you ever seen those like those butterball like boneless turkey? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I like if I'm gonna eat, I'd rather pers- I prefer that. I just I don't know. I just don't like that. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the fact with the cost of turkey that uh, Jayla Nye's hairdresser is having it twice a month. Uh, how much are you paying for hair? I mean, it's worth it, Jay. You look great. But how much? Uh, My last bill yeah. when I came out of the hairdresser yeah. with some product was close to $400. Is that a fact? Yeah. So that explains where she's getting the turkey money from. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, anyways, you guys uh, have a great Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, great talking with you. You Thanks. too, you Shane. Too. Take it okay. easy. Some of your yep. texts coming in this afternoon. Smoke the turkey. Smoke the potatoes. Smoke the yam. Smoke the pie. If it fits in the smoker, just smoke it. Yeah, raisins shouldn't be a thing. They're basically failed grapes. That's right. They failed great. So they, and again, my grandpa and I call them dead flies. He wouldn't eat them. Hmm. Uh, we raise a few of our own turkeys on the ranch. We milk a Jersey cow so the turkeys get fresh whole milk in their feed. They love that, and butterballs don't compare. So delicious. Let's all be thankful for what we have in Canada, says Lauren and Lloyd Minster. I'm not quite sure if I could kill my turkey <laughs> and then. Because I, I know this is how it happens, but I don't mm. know if I could go out to the farm, go out in the backyard, out to the to the farmyard, pick the turkey out, kill the turkey, and then pluck the turkey, and then bake the turkey and eat the turkey. No. Like, you know it, <laughs> right? Well, I wouldn't make friends with it. I think it's easier if you didn't get to know it before that yeah, moment. Like, I wouldn't is. give it a name. Mm-hmm. I'd probably avoid petting it or cuddling with it, watching TV, that kind of thing. <laughs> I would probably, I want to, maybe it'd be one of those things where we make a deal, I'll go kill your turkey and you come kill mine, so there's no personal attachment. I don't want to ever have to look it in the eyes. Listen, I'm not, when it comes to animals, I'm not a toughie. I hit a bunny once and pulled over yep. and cried. Mm-hmm. I'm just a big wuss. We've been talking. We've been talking turkey is talking what we've been doing. Thanksgiving stories, and oftentimes it involves a little craziness from our families. Uh, a lot of you texting in, uh, how about this? Put the raw turkey in a large pot of salted water, leave it for 24 hours, then prepare. You'll have a moist turkey every time. That's exactly what my mom did. Uh, Early- Earlier, yeah. sorry, Dave Parker, the cameraman, right. had uh, had texted in saying that he wanted to, um, you know, that mom and dad are threatening to cook a roast beef instead of a turkey this year. Yeah, so and apparently uh, his parents were listening. Yep. 
uh, when you read the text, and his mom had a great laugh, but his dad, uh, Charlie, the beef farmer, welcomes Andrew's call and looks forward to a <laughs> prime rib turkey debate. I'll make a note of your phone number. Kelly out of Fort, Mill- Fort Vermillion says that stuffing the bird talk reminds me of my grandma and grandpa, and they used to have a couple of drinks, then start arguing. She takes his keys away. One Thanksgiving, they started arguing, and grandma hid the keys on grandpa. He looked everywhere, and then he finally looked at the oven. He went over, grabbed the turkey, pulled it out of the the oven and stuffed his huge hands inside the turkey, pulled out all of the stuffing. They weren't there. We were all in tears laughing so hard, but it's just a story I'll never forget for the rest of my life. And how about this? Talk about personal attachment. My daughter was about 12 on the farm. We had a steer for butcher. She named him It. When we had the first steak, she said at the dinner table, well, this is it, uh, I guess. Oh. <laughs> hey, Don. Hey, how are you? Afternoon. Good. Good. How are you doing? Good. My first time calling the show. Just wanted to say I actually enjoy your show. You actually you enjoy actually your show. Do. I appreciate That's good. that, Don. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I grew up with my uh, Baba, we uh, every Thanksgiving we uh, we would take two turkeys. I had to take them into the barn, clean them, be, you know, do all that good stuff, and get them ready for the oven. And it was one of the few times that I was allowed to choke cherry wine. No. Yeah. So a couple I was of shots of uh, bravery the- there. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was always feeling pretty good by the time I got to the kitchen. <laughs> um, but the bird would be stuffed, and we would take uh, giblets and liver, and they'd be cooked really well and popped up. Yeah. And they would go into the stuffing, and it would make it really rich and savory. That's right. And we actually still, to this day, we still have turkey once a month. Once a month, eh? That? Good for you. You know, because yeah. that's the thing. My dad's recipe for dressing, which I love, and I guess maybe it just tastes so familiar to me. Um, and, and, you know, when he wrote down the recipe, he typed it out, actually, on, a, on an old uh, typewriter, and it said, he referred to it as the innards. Uh, take the innards, boil them, and then blend them, and then you mix that in with the rest of the uh, ingredients of the dressing. And one year, my wife found out that that was in the recipe and told me not mm. to have them, and it makes a difference. You can you can really taste that absence of, uh, what did you refer to it as, tang, right? It's just got that this... Richness. Richness, yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, that's a critical part. That and the neck, um, it always had to come out if it was in there. I, I'm assuming they still stuff it in there. And then that was boiled, and it was my mom's lunch the next day. Oh. It had to be hers. Oh. No, we just give ours to the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, very similar. Yeah, Don, thank you so much for calling in your first-time call. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic weekend. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, you, you betcha. Too. That's Don calling in. Uh, try brining a turkey. Best ever. Yeah, brining turkey is just amazing. Uh, and Adam says at 89 cents a pound, a turkey is the cheapest meat to feed a family. We have a freezer full of them. Hmm. Uh, Cordell's on the phone this afternoon. Hey, Cordell. Hey. Where are you calling from? Uh, Edmonton. From Edmonton. What uh, What do you want to talk about? Uh, good suggestion that one of my friends told me to cook a turkey. It's called trash can turkey. <laughs> um, what you do is you take one of those uh, big silver trash cans. Yes. Put a layer of tinfoil up on the bottom of the ground, just a big spike. Plop your turkey on the spike, and then you just cover it with the trash can, and then cover the trash can with charcoal. And then you just let it cook nice and slow for three to four hours, and apparently when it it's done, the meat is just falls right off the bone. Wow. Hmm. That sounds interesting. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. It's kind of like the uh, the beer butt uh, chicken that people do on the... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah, wow. That's, I'm going to Google that, Cordell. Thanks for that. No problem. Have a great weekend. You too. Yeah, has anyone done the deep frying a turkey? No, come on. See, 
Oh yeah, no deep frying turkey is a thing, and actually there's all sorts of epic fails on. Fr- how do you deep fry a turkey? Do you have you? to have a deep fryer big enough. To- That's right. You have to have a deep fryer big fryer big enough for the turkey. And you also have to be very careful because if it starts to spill over and and that sort of stuff, it can ca- cause a fire. Actually, there's a number of YouTube videos to that point. <laughs> I'm not sure I should delve Apparently into that. Apparently it's so good. I did, so uh, good. I did wieners on the barbecue last night and burnt them, so I'm not sure mm. that I should be... I'm not sure you should be playing with yeah, a Yeah, with open flame. Yeah. I'm probably that's where I fall down. Hey, uh, this texture says you can't even get turkeys all year. They're only in the stores three times a year. That's not true. They're in the, they're in the frozen section pretty much year-round. Because mm. we talk about it all the time. Every time I go grocery shopping with my wife... Want to get a turkey? Is, yeah, I always ask, hey, why don't we get a turkey? You know, and because I would eat turkey. I love turkey. I would have it more often than twice a year, but Carol's never up for it. So the turkey business, so again, you're a turkey person. I'm a, a mm. ham, a big bone-in ham. That's what <laughs> I... Take that's, a moment with that statement. bone-in ham. That's yep. what I like. You smear it with mustard, then you crush up ginger snaps, and you put that on there, and, and brown sugar, and then you spray it with Sailor Jerry rum. It's so good. It is. It got your attention there, didn't right. I? You would like that. Uh, Repeat that? Yeah, repeat it. You smear it with a grainy mustard. Okay. Uh-huh. And then you crush up uh, ginger snaps and you put it all over there. Then you put brown sugar all over it and spray it with Sailor Jerry then rum. stuff a that stick in it and deep fry it. delicious. It is delicious. Mm. It is really good. But so we start talking about that, but wasn't there always something on the table that, I don't know, maybe your auntie brought over or maybe it was your grandma's favorite recipe, but something that you're just looking and go, why is this on the table? Yeah. It's the most disgusting, uh, what do you call it? I don't know. The other stuff that goes along with the meat. Side dish. <laughs> Side dish. Thank you. Well, the jelly with the oh uh, no, whatever's in that. Is that aspic? They're like Jello molds. <laughs> Tastes like it. Um, they're uh, Jello what, molds. Is that what they are? Yeah, and they put like carrots and peas and stuff <laughs> yeah. in them. Yeah. Shrimp. 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 What are you talking what are you, about? I'm not even kidding. What flavor of Jello do you put shrimp with? Yeah, what pairs Usually with shrimp? Usually lime. No, okay, uh, that's not, I'm not even, even I wish I was kidding. Lime or orange. L- now, wait a second, G. Is this something your parents gave you as I a child? Have, no, not my parents. I have, I have, oh. but like maybe you, family members. I am not going to incriminate myself and get myself in trouble with family, but I have, and I've got a lot of family, so, but I have had jello with shrimp in it. Okay, that's gross. Okay, wow, well, that's so, not even a oh, thing. tomato. It would be like a tomato aspic, yeah, actually. No, it's okay. not even that. So, no. aspic is a dish in which ingredients are set into a gelatin made from a meat stock or consomme. Non-savory dishes often made with commercial gelatin mixes without stock or consomme are usually called gelatin salads. Ugh, gross. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at a picture of this. Look at that. That's just gross. Yeah, we're not that's doing just gross. that. Um, I think that's an egg. That's an egg in that one. There's eggs and all sorts of different no, okay, things. But just plain no. old jello molds. You know, you'd always, always. Everybody feels obligated because somebody cooked it to eat that. Well, what jello molds? You put some carrots in there and you put orange jello on it. It's not cooking. And it. then you throw it out. It's gross. Um, and then there's you know whatever it is, uh, sweet potatoes and there's radishes. <laughs> you know, not radishes. Uh, you know, me and my vegetables. But whatever that orange tangy stuff is it's listen it's meat it's gravy it's potatoes <laughs> and i will even go so far as to say pierogies if i'm feeling wild but beyond that why do you want to fill up with that other 
don't know. Jello somewhere. mold with shrimp. No, I do have to say, your sweet potato is good. Sweet potato with brown sugar and lots of butter. That's good. But listen to this one. Trevor says, my wife's family is American. Marshmallows and rice. No. Horrifying. What is that? Marshmallows and rice? Yeah. Oh, my grandma used to make a marshmallow salad. Yep, seen them. Mm-hmm. Marshmallow salad's delicious. It's ambrosia. Yeah. They sell it at Safeway. Yeah, yeah. This, mashed potatoes and beets. Maybe it's a newfie thing, but I did not eat the purple mashed potatoes. Cold, no less. Blah. Don't say my name in case my parents are listening. <laughs> ah, I'm 40, and if, I, if, if they hear this, it'll be on the table this weekend in spite. <laughs> and a lot of you doing the deep frying uh, of the turkey. Yeah, it's supposed to be just so good. <sighs> hmm. Okay, well, there's a lot of strange stuff going on out there. And someone says, for the love of God, don't do cooking in a trash can. Have you never heard of galvanic poisoning? Nope. Galvanic poisoning. Yeah, something else I have to uh, Google. Okay, you know what? Again, uh, listen, this is another conversation. I don't want to open up this can of worms, but um, the youth of today are weak. They're weak. They get poisoned by everything. They get. They have all kinds of allergies. We, like I say, my mom... My mom would take the turkey, frozen, leave it in the ba- baby's bathtub, mm-hmm. uh, which had never, you know, I really mean, really been washed. Yeah, probably. like you yeah. know, a lot of kids had their butts in there, right? The cat would come along and lick it, and the, you know, we'd <laughs> stuff whatever in there. Maybe it was cooked, maybe it wasn't, and five children all became adults. We didn't. Nobody was sick afterwards. We napped. <laughs> that was about it. Oh, Greg says, I like turkey, but Thanksgiving equals pumpkin pie. My birthday oh, is the true. 10th. I've had pumpkin pie for a birthday cake every year since I was 12. My choice. I'm turning 41, and I still have it every year. That's from Greg. And Kelly Boy says, um, my mom used to make a cheese salad, had pineapple and other stuff. Fantastic. Always left it to last, like pre-dessert. And then this one, and Ryan was talking about this earlier, marshmallows on top of sweet potatoes and baked until golden brown. You know, I learned so much from my parents, and sometimes you don't realize how much you've learned from Mm. your parents until you start thinking about what you do or how you do it and realize that it was your parents who influenced you. And my mom used to always say to me, and I live by these words, she used to say to me, Andrew, if you want to really get to know somebody, uh, talk turkey. And I have learned so much about you today. (laughs) You just told me off air because somebody texted that the worst side dish ever was what, canned asparagus? Canned asparagus. I'm like, who would ever can? asparagus right. and feed but, that to anybody. But here was the other half of your sentence because I was with you, as as I am with many topics that we do. You went, who would ever can asparagus? And then you paused and went, I mean, canned potatoes, sure. <laughs> what? Who's canning potatoes? I don't know. When I was younger, I haven't seen canned potatoes in forever and ever and ever, uh-huh. but I remember when we were younger, you could get canned potatoes and just like little small ones now, like that. Were you in a bomb shelter by chance? No, no, okay. no, no. Um, and and it, it, we would make fried potatoes out of them. So it, it removes the whole part of boiling them because I think they're already partially boiled or whatever. And then you just cut them up, put them in a big cast iron pan with a lot of butter and just fry them. Now, listen, I know you didn't come up with the idea of canned potatoes or canning potatoes. Yeah. Uh, but potatoes, is uh, there's, the whole idea behind canning is... Uh, 
preservation. And potatoes don't don't go bad. I mean, they could they well, could, they do go bad. They can go softer, yeah, yeah. But you leave potatoes in the drawer. I mean, if anything, they usually get bigger. They keep growing. Well, then they grow sprouts and they get moldy yeah. and they get runny and icky. Right. But even when they're kind of icky, you can cut away that stuff and eh, find. No. Okay. Uh, All right. Is it canned with like some kind of juice yeah, or something? Yeah, there's some okay water in there. I don't know. Again, this was a long like I haven't had canned potatoes probably since I was ten years old. Well, I, I would suspect because there wasn't much of a demand for it, and they stopped producing it. Canned tomatoes. Canned potatoes. Potatoes. Sorry, canned tomatoes actually makes sense. Canned, canned tomatoes potatoes. are really good. Did now was there canned French fries or just no? Just okay. canned potatoes. Northern Ontario, eh? Canned potatoes are awesome for camping. You can still buy them, and they're delicious. Really? Mm-hmm. And someone says, where was Jay Ray's? She's ruining my appetite. <laughs> hey, man, I, these aren't mine. The whole aspic and the jello molds and the marshmallows on your sweet potatoes, that's not my stuff, man. There is one mold that I... I'm like a mashed potato girl yeah, oh, and for sure. peas and corn and gravy. There is one mold that I will tolerate and maybe on, on the Thanksgiving table or Christmas table, and that's the uh, mold of a can of crab. Cranberry sauce. Yeah. He comes out. He just comes out in one big, (laughs) and that's fine. Leave it that way. Hey, Mark, what's going on? How are you today? Good. Super. Your your sliced canned potatoes. Yeah. That's a staple for my wife and I when we go on our fishing trips in northern Saskatchewan. When you go camping, going fishing. Who is canning? Why don't you just take potatoes? Because then you've got to peel them and you got to do everything else. Yeah. And when you're trying to do a shore lunch um, yeah. with fresh caught fish, oh. you know, it's just two extra things that you got to pack along yeah. and do. Ooh, and then you have to boil fish. them because then you have to boil them. And these ones are already kind of soft. Like they're. Mark, are they kind of parboiled? Are they already half cooked or something? Are they, they're soft. You can cut through them real easy. Or they're, uh, or they're cut already. Yeah, they're already cut. You mm-hmm. just open the can and throw in some. Butter in the frying yeah. pan and what have you. Oh, so fry good. them up along with your fish. Oh, perfect. that's Mark, that sounds like the perfect that lunch. Does. That sounds awesome. Well, the fish part sounds great. Fresh catched and fried mm. all. That'd be delicious. <laughs> Nothing yeah, better. First thing we did, first thing we try to do in the in the morning is uh, get a fish for lunch. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, if I relied on my fishing skills, and I love fishing, uh, for lunch every day, I'd be eating a lot of just canned potatoes. Mm. I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate in that my wife catches more fish than I do, but I figured out why that is. Why? She won't, take, she won't take the fish off the hook, so when it comes in, I've got to net it. Take the right. hook out, yeah. throw it away, throw it back in the lake, yeah. and by the time I get my rod in the lake, she's uh. already got another one. <laughs> That's your story, and you're sticking to it, Mark. Thanks That's, for the call. Fair. Have a great weekend. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, canned potatoes are a staple for Danish holiday dinners. You candy them. Mm, interesting. Uh, out of Smoky Lake. Sounds terrible. This one, my aunt used to can potatoes as well. How have I been on this planet? Someone says you keep mentioning aspic. What the hell is that? It's like a mold. It's like a gelatin mold, and they put stuff in it. Google aspic. No, don't be careful about that. Spell it correctly. A-S-P-I-C. This text just came in. It says, Andrew, you can't get canned French fries, but you can get canned onion rings. Crispy, deep-fried, artery-hardening goodness. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you'd pick up a can of onion rings with your can of hamburger. Uh, Saskatchewan Fall Suppers are famous for jello salads. Lime jello with shredded cabbage and red jello with fruit cocktails. 
explains why my first mother-in-law wanted to make them for the wedding. I told her there will be no jello salads at the wedding, and there were five. Really? There were five. That's a red flag. Oh, man. <laughs> the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.